Chapter 17 After School Programs Leah's lips were dripping wet. She had thought today would be different, that perhaps today the world had finally stopped shitting on her. But she was fooling herself. Nothing was ever going to change. Her face hurt. Nothing broken, just bruised and banged up. But she didn't blame Emily for beating her up. Leah knew she had deserved it. Sometimes she just got so wicked and lashed out, trying to hurt other people, because she hurt so much. Leah hoped that the hospital would keep her overnight. And maybe that's why she had provoked Emily into a fight. But as soon as she had been released, Coach drove her back to the school. Leah had been silent on the ride back over, resigned to her fate. Now, Leah had her face buried in between Coach's thighs as her tongue licked the folds of the older woman's pussy. She hated this, hated the taste of it, and hated the musky smell of it. Coach moaned and then grabbed the back of Leah's head, pushing it down. Coach came, squeezing her thick thighs tight and filling Leah's mouth with her juices. Leah swallowed, but immediately wanted to throw up. Coach released her grip, and her thick thighs parted. Leah stood up and wiped her mouth with the back of her hand. Coach breathed hard, and her body trembled. Leah felt disgusted, disgusted at the older woman for making her do that awful thing to her, and disgusted at herself for giving in so easily and not fighting back. But Leah was just a runt of a thing, and there was no way she could hold her own against the older woman. As always, Coach offered to reciprocate. Leah quickly turned the offer down. Coach laughed. She wasn't a bad-looking woman. She looked fit, but short, giving her a somewhat chunky appearance. Leah wondered, as she always did, why Coach couldn't attract a woman closer to her own age to do those awful things that she liked. Do you honestly believe some boy is going to come along and sweep you off your feet? Coach asked. Leah looked down in shame. Words out about you, Coach said, and how you love to lick pussy. Might as well accept it. Coach laughed again as Leah headed towards the showers. Leah felt dirty, and there was not enough hot water in the world to wash off that feeling. What waited for her at home, however, wasn't much better. So she lingered, letting the hot water wash over her naked body, and thanking God that a wall hit her away from Coach's prying eyes. Leah sighed. She enjoyed this time alone, but knew she couldn't stay here forever. Eventually, Coach would check on her and make her do the awful thing again. But Coach had been wrong. There was a boy in her life. Trunk. Her protector. And more than once, Leah had thought about just giving herself to him. Trunk was big and strong and cared about her in his way. Plus, his dad was rich. But Trunk was crude and dumb, and his friend Billy creeped her out. And Trunk really did not excite her in the least. Truthfully, there had only really been one boy who had made her heart race in fluttery excitement. Martin. On the first day of school, he had passed her in the hallway, and it felt like the entire world had stopped. Leah had never seen him before, but she sensed that they were alike. Even hidden behind glasses, 
Leah could see the pain in his eyes. Someone close had hurt him, and the way he moved was the way she moved. Awkward, trying not to be touched. She surprised herself by saying, Hi, to him. He had ignored her, though, and just kept walking. For whatever reason, this had enraged her, and she had sent Trunk and Billy to beat him up, reasoning that the boy may hate her, but at least he would know her name. Leah regretted it after, as she always did when she had been wicked, realizing he probably just hadn't heard her. She did eventually learn his name because they shared a class together. Leah had wanted to apologize to him so many times, but she never did, and Trunk and Billy just kept hurting him. Leah sighed again. That's all she was good for, being hurt and hurting people. Despite the hot water from above, Leah felt a sudden chill run up her spine. The chill heightened her senses, and now it felt as if someone was watching her. Hello? Leah called out. There was no answer, and only darkness surrounded her. Still, the feeling of being watched lingered, but it was a strange feeling, because she wasn't scared, like perhaps she should be. Instead, she felt excited, and that excitement made her wet between the legs. Her breath felt heavy and short, and it lingered in the air, visible as white little clouds, a condemnation of her wickedness. Leah shivered again. Her body ran both hot and cold at the same time. She had a sudden urge to touch herself, and she scratched that itch by pinching her nipples. Leah cried out. Her nipples were hard and sensitive. A hand now snaked down to her crotch, fingers probing forbidden places. She had never played with herself before. It had always seemed shameful when Coach touched her down there. But now it felt good. So good. Leah, a voice called out. She stopped. Her face flushed red, but her lips still quivered from the sensation. Leah, the voice called out again. The voice was low, almost a growl, and definitely male. Leah bit her lip. He sounded close, but it was still too dark to see him. She didn't run, although her rational mind told her that she should run and cover herself. The warning fell on deaf ears. She liked that he watched and hoped he was getting off on seeing her naked. Leah, the voice called out again. Another chill ran down her spine. Again, her rational mind screamed at her, telling her to run, to cover herself, to get help. But a more primitive part of her was in charge now. Leah bent forward, offering her body up as a sacrifice to this man's wanton desires. She didn't know who it was, nor did she care what he did, as long as he did it with her. The air hung heavy around her, and her body shook in anticipation. Then she felt his cold breath on her neck. Large, coarse hands cupped her breasts, and now she felt something big and hard, pushing against her bare ass. Her body squirmed, wanting to be close to him, and yet, at the same time, wanting to pull away, teasing him, enticing him, so that he would want her more. He grabbed her roughly, taking charge. She responded in kind, submitting to his dominance. First, he made her whimper 
as he pushed himself inside of her. Yes, oh God, yes, Leah screamed. He treated her rough, thrusting wildly, and she loved it. She could lose control with him, and there was nothing out of bounds, and what they could do to each other. He felt big, so big and deep that it hurt, but her body ached for this kind of attention, and he left her wanting more, wanting it because it felt so right. Suddenly her body tensed, and her pussy tightened around him. She felt an intense pressure building inside of her, and then she popped. It left her gasping as a great sense of relief washed over her. She came, drenching his crotch with her juices, marking him as hers. She laughed, a breathy, heavy laugh. She felt no shame in this, despite what Coach had told her. She felt only pure joy. Leah turned her head, wanting to see the man who had made her feel so good. To her delight, she saw that it was Martin, the man of her dreams. No wonder Emily fought so hard for him. When a man makes you feel this good, you would do anything for him. She reached up and touched his face, but it felt different somehow, longer than it should be. A line from Little Red Riding Hood came to mind. The better to eat you with. Leah quickly dismissed these thoughts, but she couldn't ignore the chill that again ran up her spine. But his touch and the closeness of their bodies ultimately won out, making her numb to any danger. Her lips sought his, but he pulled away. Leah felt hurt by this betrayal until she realized that, despite what they had just done, he was still the shy boy that he had always been. She smiled at this, feeling a little shy herself. Her smile widened when she realized that he was still inside of her and that he was still very hard. Leah bent forward again, slapping her hands against the shower wall, steadying herself for what was to come. But her thoughts turned wicked now. She was going to fuck him so good, he would never want to touch Emily again. Leah pushed back against him. Hearing him groan, she did it again. Soon she couldn't stop, torturing herself with the pleasure that only a man could give a woman. Yes, Leah thought. Make me your bitch. There was so much she wanted to tell him, but mainly she wanted to say that she was better than Emily, that she could give him what he wanted. She would be his whore and never deny him. But all she could say out loud was, Yes. She continued to abuse herself, only stopping when she felt his body tense. Inside of her, his big cock throbbed wildly. Her lips quivered as her instincts told her that he was going to come. And then he did. They both cried out as he filled her up. His semen felt cold, and her rational mind took charge again. It told her this wasn't right, and that she shouldn't trust him. These thoughts soon faded as he let out a satisfied sigh. A smug smile spread across her lips. Did Emily make him feel like this? Did Emily's cunt milk his cock like her pussy did now, making sure it got every drop. Leah didn't think so. Emily was a stuck-up bitch who didn't know how to satisfy a man like this. Not only that, 
but there was no way in hell that fat cow was as tight as she was. Her smugness soon faded as she again felt a chill run up her spine. To her surprise, he was still inside of her, and he was still hard. Something isn't right, her rational mind told her again, but this thought was but a whimper and quickly faded. He pumped into her again, his thrusts hard and fast. Her pussy, greedy thing that it was, responded in kind as it lapped up the attention and ached for more. He soon came, and her eyes widened. How can he have so much? She wondered. He flooded her insides again, so much so that thick strands of his cum ran down her legs. He grabbed her hips, pulling her back, and then pumped into her again. She yelped as he came again. Still so much. It's not. She never finished the thought. As her knees gave out on her, she fell onto the wet shower floor. He slid out of her. Leah sighed, barely noticing as he blew his load all over her back. This is some kind of nightmare, she thought, desperately trying to reason out what was happening. Has to be. Her body betrayed her then, aching for him again. He responded to that need as he pushed her ass up and then hunched over her. He pumped hard and fast. He came. He pumped. He came over and over again to the point where it felt like her belly was going to burst. She heard a pop and then miraculously he pulled free of her. Leah moaned a long steady moan as his seed poured out of her and down her legs. But he pressed a long thumb against the opening, corking the spill. He leaned down and whispered something in her ear. It was barely audible, but it sounded obscene. Surprisingly, she found herself nodding her head at the suggestion. He stepped away. Leah screamed as mind-numbing pain spread her legs open. The skin of her clit stretched, growing long, and soon felt heavy and hard. She came, but it wasn't like a dam bursting as it had been before. This felt more like a sudden rush, like a raging river, squirting out, hot and sticky. She blinked several times as if waking from a dream. A hand reached out, helping her to her feet. Leah felt drained, and yet, at the same time, also felt strong. Her mind, too, felt more focused, not a clutter of emotions. Something at the back of her mind told her to look down, past her breasts and between her legs. She couldn't believe what she saw. A penis ran down the length of her leg, and the tip rested just inches above the floor. Leah knew she should be freaking out right now. At least, that's what her emotions were telling her to do. She was a woman, after all. Had the cupid bow lips of a woman. Had the breasts of a woman. Had the hips of a woman. This has to be a dream, Leah thought again. She reached down and touched the obscene thing, just to see if it was real. At her touch, the abomination between her legs surged to life. Her small, feminine hands began to stroke the shaft. Instantly, a wave of pleasure flooded her body. Her grip tightened, and her strokes became bolder. Her focus narrowed. Leah continued to eagerly stroke herself off. The heavy thing in her hand throbbed in response. Now she could feel it, building up inside of her. Her strokes became more quick and desperate. Then she came, and the rush that followed again flowed out of her like a river. She shot her cum 
out and onto the wet floor underneath her feet. Martin slapped her ass. You know, Martin said, Coach Heatherson is still waiting for you to come back. Leah looked up at him confused, and I believe the offer to reciprocate is still on the table, he added. Leah nodded in understanding. She could pay them back. All the women who had ever hurt her, coach, her sister, her sister's friends, she could pay them all back. Her cupid bow lips curled into a wicked smile. She stepped out of the shower and headed back to Coach's office, the abomination between her legs surging to life. A girl waited outside the locker room. Martin had dressed, but at the sight of the girl, his cock ached to be free again. She sat on a bench, her head turned away, so she hadn't seen him yet. The girl had red hair, but a darker shade than rosy or summer. She was a big girl, being both tall and overweight, but those qualities weren't necessarily a deterrent. He stepped forward. She turned her head towards him. He paused, her face ugly and covered in zits. His little head took charge, pointing out that it didn't matter what her face looked like, as it was her body that gave him pleasure. She shivered at his approach, but her brown eyes remained fixed on his crotch. Nearing, he hesitated again. The girl smelled like Emily. Was this her friend? A name came to his mind. Gretchen. Emily had mentioned her in passing. Could he do this? Betray Emily like this? This was her friend. Her best friend. Well, the little head reasoned. Was it really cheating if she just sucks the venom out? Martin didn't think so and unzipped his pants. The girl's eyes went wide. Thinking about it now, the girl wasn't all that ugly. If her zits were gone, she would actually have a pretty face. Plus, she had a nice pair of tits. Her mouth was certainly pretty enough. He approached, touching her hair. She shivered again, but her breath came out, short and hot. You know what I want, he said, and you want to give it to me. She drooled as he pushed her head down. Her tongue darted out, licking the precum off the tip of his cock. What are you doing? A voice shouted behind him. Martin turned and saw a boy approaching. The boy also had dark red hair and an equally pimpled face. The girl, meanwhile, had pulled Martin's cock in between her lips. Martin growled in approval. Get away from her, the boy cried drawing near. Martin had to admire the boy's courage, even if the boy stood half a foot shorter and posed little threat. The boy reached up and grabbed Martin's shoulder, intending to spin him around. But it was then that Martin had a very perverted idea. Stop, Martin said, and both the girl and the boy complied. Martin pulled free of the girl, and a long rope of saliva spilled out of her mouth. Take off your clothes, Martin said, his voice husky. Both of you. Again, they obeyed. Naked, the boy looked extremely pale and really didn't have much going on down below. Martin turned his attention to the girl. She did have a nice pair of tits, and he reached out and fondled them now, which caused the girl to moan. When he had had his fun, Martin turned his attention back to the boy. 
I want you to fuck her, Martin said, and in response, the boy's dick became erect. Martin patted him on the back. Take her from behind and do it fast and hard, Martin said, and as you fuck her, I want all those little zits you have to start popping. The boy nodded. Martin turned to the girl and now stroked her hair. Get on all fours, he said. She did so. Stick your ass up, Martin said. She did so. You're going to let him fuck you from behind, Martin said. And as he does, I want all your zits to pop too. The girl nodded. Martin singled the boy over. The girl cried out as the boy thrust himself inside. Her face winced in pain, and the iron smell of virgin blood filled the air. The scent nearly knocked Martin over and drove him crazy with lust. And if he wasn't already hard, he would have been now. The boy did it hard and fast, as commanded, stripping away whatever shred of innocence the girl had left. The girl whimpered, but her whimpers were soon drowned out by the sound of popping, like popcorn in the kettle. The boy groaned, and now his face winced. Martin wondered if that's how he looked when he came, but decided probably not. He was so much cooler than this kid. Both boy and girl collapsed, breathing hard in the orgasmic wake. The girl rolled onto her side and tried to cover herself. God, she said, still panting. I can't believe we just did that. You're my brother. Whoops, Martin thought and then laughed. Both of you sit up and look at me, Martin said. They did as commanded. Pus and oil ran down both their faces like tears. Martin took off his shirt and handed it over, telling them to wipe off the mess. He'd been right about the girl. Without the zits, she did have a pretty face. But what to do with them? Okay, kids, Martin said. School's in session. So listen up. They nodded in unison. Let's pretend that you are not brother and sister, Martin said. Other than that, did you enjoy having sex? Tell the truth. The boy nodded enthusiastically. The girl, however, flushed red and then said, I wish he had been bigger and lasted a little longer. Martin nodded sagely. Women, huh? He said to the boy, never satisfied. The boy just stared at him. He turned to the girl again and said, Well, I suppose you have a point. The girl smiled, revealing a small gap in her teeth, which only made her look that much cuter. Martin rubbed his hands together, doing his genie thing. Your wish is my command, Martin told the girl. Martin leaned forward, touching the boy on his shoulder, and then whispered something in his ear. The boy nodded at the suggestion, and then clenched his teeth, wincing in pain. Again, Martin marveled at how pain and pleasure mirrored each other, and a few seconds later the boy came all over his chest. Martin clapped his hands and stepped away. There you go, Martin said with a flourish. A big dick that won't quit. He turned to the girl now. That better? Martin asked. The girl blushed again and slowly nodded. Martin tapped his chin in an exaggerated manner. You know, he said, it occurs to me you could stand with some improvements. Martin leaned forward, squeezing her breasts again, and then whispered something into her ear. The girl nodded her head, and Martin pulled back. Like her brother, 
She too clenched her teeth, but unlike her brother, she fell back, writhing on the floor. Her cheeks sunk in, her stomach flattened, and all her fat went to a good cause as her tits and butt expanded. The process took but seconds, ending with a cry as she squirted into the air. The girl sat up, and now she looked amazing. Her brother must have thought so too, as his cock stood at attention. Martin had a flash of rosy, young, and virginal. He couldn't take it any more. Suck my cock, Martin growled as he thrust his hips forward. Drooling, the girl hungrily slurped his cock into her mouth. Martin ran his long fingers through her silken hair as she bobbed her head up and down his shaft, coating it with spittle. She wasn't as good as Emily, though. Emily knew how to use her tongue to get him off. Nor was she as good as Rosie, who had taken him all the way down her throat. Still, the girl's enthusiasm made up for her lack of experience, and already his cock was throbbing inside her mouth. Martin looked over at the boy. The boy kept busy jerking himself off, and Martin decided to throw him a bone. Jerk off your brother, Martin growled. But keep sucking me. The girl reached out, grabbed her brother's cock, and began stroking him off. It wasn't long before the girl had brought both of them to climax. I want to come on your tits, Martin snarled at the girl. The girl pulled free and leaned back, pushing her chest up. Martin came, splashing his load all over her full breasts. There was so much that it spilled in between her cleavage before dripping onto her stomach. A few seconds later, the boy followed suit, his cum also splashing all over her chest coating her tits a sinful white. Martin sighed as some rational thought returned. They'd been in luck, and no other kids or teachers had discovered them. Martin handed the girl his shirt again, telling her to clean herself up. She did as she was told, and then held his shirt out. Martin shook his head. Keep it, Martin said. She held it close to her bosom. Martin zipped up his pants and told them both to get dressed. When they were all dressed, Martin turned his attention to the boy and asked, What's your name, my man? Charles. Charles Gillespie, the boy answered. Gillespie? Martin said, as in Miss Gillespie, the English teacher? She's our mom, the girl chimed in. Martin's lips pulled back into a wide grin. This day just keeps getting better and better. All right, Martin said. School's still in session. First... The two of you are made for each other, and the fact that your brother and sister kind of gets you off. They both nodded, and I want the two of you to get to know each other better. No shame, just a lot of fucking, you understand. They again both nodded, this time enthusiastically. So Chuck, do you have some porn at home? Martin asked. Like, movies? Chuck nodded. The girl made a disgusted face at her brother and folded her arms across her chest. About time you learned, little lady, Martin said, chuckling. All guys have a porn stash. The girl continued to be disgusted, and Martin shrugged. Here's what I want you to do, Martin continued. I want you to go home. Are you waiting for a ride? I have a car, the boy answered. My sister, she was waiting for me. Perfect, Martin said. Okay, I want you guys to go home, and then chuck my man... I want you to pick out some of your favorite porn flicks, preferably something with 
lots of sex and little plot, and I want the two of you to try and copy everything they do in that flick. The girl brightened at the suggestion, and now gave her brother a sly look. What time does your mom get home? Martin asked. Around eleven, the boy answered. Sometimes earlier, if the bars kick her out, the girl added. Right, Martin said, rubbing his chin again. Let's all meet up at your place around ten, Martin said. Where do you live? They told him in unison this time. Is that behind the convent? Martin asked, this time addressing the girl. The girl nodded. Perfect, Martin said under his breath. What better place to commit sin than in the shadow of the church, he thought, stealing a line from some old horror movie. Well, you guys better get going, Martin sighed. We have a long night ahead of us. The boy and the girl smiled at each other. The boy took the girl's hand into his, and they ran for the exit. Drive safe, Martin called after them. Martin watched them go, shaking his head. They grow up so fast, he thought. He looked up at the clock on the wall. Seven o'clock. Time to kill, Martin thought as he dropped to all fours. He stalked down the hallway, looking for trouble. Life was good, Mr. Frank thought, as he looked down at the girl sitting on his desk. She had spread her legs open, revealing tiny pink underwear under her skirt. The best thing he had ever done was to become a high school teacher. Not that he particularly loved teaching or anything. He hated it, in fact, finding it a waste of time. It was his belief that most kids didn't want to learn, and those that did were too stupid to understand anything he told them. One year he told his class to make paper airplanes for the entire hour, and then laughed when they obediently did so. He hadn't bothered to tell them that he was joking, figuring they would eventually get bored and stop on their own. But they never did. Now he did the same thing at the beginning of each year. And every year, it was the same. They just did as they were told. If anyone ever said anything, he could just say he was running a social experiment. Not that anyone would, because they were afraid of his brother's position on the school board. And his brother was afraid of him. So while he may not enjoy being a teacher, he did enjoy the perks that came with the job. His brother had even done him a solid and made his applied science class mandatory so the kids just flocked in, especially the little girls. And the little girls just seemed to get prettier and prettier every year. Some of the girls had daddy issues. Some of the girls were insecure about their looks. Some were vulnerable because they had been fucked by their uncles. Some were just sluts. In the end, it really didn't matter what their problem was, as long as they ended up here, on his desk, with their legs spread open. But the girl that sat on his desk now, Miranda Wang, was an interesting case. Her mom was one of those tiger moms who would do anything to make sure their kids got good grades. But Miranda's mom had taken it to the extreme and had essentially prostituted her daughter out just to get an A. The girl hardly ever spoke, so all he could think was that she must be as dumb as a bag of rocks. Speaking of rocks, it was about time he got his off. He approached and unzipped his pants. The girl looked down and then away. Not an uncommon reaction. It had happened enough 
but he simply shrugged. Typical woman, he thought, leading you on, then gets all shy and modest when you're about to do the deed. It was stupid, but he knew the score. It was all part of the game, but he also knew the truth. All women were whores. The girl wasn't that much to look at anyway. He just didn't understand what the obsession was with Asian chicks. Two skinny, small breasts, no ass, thin lips. God, it was like being attracted to a boy, and he wasn't into any of that gay shit. But he had heard that Asian chicks had small vaginas, so it wouldn't take much to make her scream. And he liked it when they screamed. He pulled down her underwear. The girl trembled at his touch. He loved it when they were afraid. But no, he felt it too, a chill in the air. Her teeth chattered, and her breath came out in white, puffy clouds. Stranger still, he thought that he had heard the door open and then someone whispering in his ear, but he saw no one. Still, it felt like they were being watched. He quickly shook these thoughts away. He was a rational man, and it seemed reasonable to assume that the A.C., was just on the blink. Besides, he knew how to warm them up. He grabbed his erection and guided it to her, but as he got near her pussy, his cock went completely flaccid. What the fuck? he cried. This had never happened before, and it left him badly shaken. Sure, he was guy in his forties, but... No, somehow this was her fault. Well, not a problem, thanks to the miracles of modern science. He reached into his desk and took out a bottle of blue pills. Now you're gonna get it, he said, popping one of the pills. The pill kicked in a minute or so later, and he stood fully erect in front of her. The girl sat on the desk, still shivering. He almost felt sorry for her. Almost. This wasn't his fault, though. This stupid bitch had brought it upon herself. He approached again, and again immediately went flaccid. God damn it, he screamed. He popped a couple more of the blue pills. He was soon hard again, and that was good, but his heart raced, and his left arm suddenly felt numb. I'm going to tear your pussy apart, he screamed. The girl's response surprised him. She leaned back and moaned. This only set him off. He had to show her, show her that he was better, because there was no way in hell he was going to let some stupid cunt make a fool out of him. He approached again, and again, when flaccid, the girl moaned, a long, shivery moan. You think this is funny? He screamed now. The girl answered by spreading her legs wide and arching her back. She was dripping wet. Oh, that's it, he thought. This cunt is going to pay. He grabbed the bottle and downed all the remaining pills. The girl, meanwhile, had lifted her arms as if she were embracing someone. She had closed her eyes, and her hips did the talking now as she enthusiastically thrust upward. His heart beat like thunder and raced like lightning, but he didn't care. He wanted to hurt her, had to hurt her, had to prove he was better. He didn't even get to take a step before he clutched his chest and dropped like a stone. Help, he said weakly. Please. But the girl was now bent over, 
Her tiny ass sinfully shook, while her body jerked back and forth on the desk. Call 911, he cried, but the girl's cries drowned him out, and then her thin lips pulled back into a dreamy smile. The world started to go dark around him. He saw something in the window, a reflection. The girl was there, but behind her stood a wolf. The darkness consumed him then, and he fell into a nightmare, the same nightmare he had had since he had killed his mother ten years ago. He dreamed of molten steel being lost in a foundry and running as wolves nipped at his heels. He screamed, afraid, trying to wake up. But this time, the nightmare would last forever. Heidi Gillespie staggered home, neglected and alone. Used to be all she had to do was show up, and the guys at the bar would be fawning all over her. Now the guys just made fun of her and left her, wanting. How had she gotten so old? But the answer was obvious. It was because she had kids. She had never wanted kids. The only reason she had had them in the first place was to try and trap a man. In her defense, it had been the best kind of man. A man with money. She had gotten his money in the form of child support, but she would trade it all in exchange for her youth and beauty because the thing she missed most in her old age was sex. She loved sex, loved it since the first time she had done it with her uncle, but after that first time, it had been a non-stop fuckfest. She and her uncle would do it all the time, in the morning, in the shower, and then late at night, after everyone else had gone to bed. After he left for college, she hooked up with anyone who was available. Fat, short, old, tall, skinny, handsome, ugly. She hadn't cared. As long as they had a dick, she'd fuck them. She couldn't get enough. But then the kids came, and that put the brakes on everything. As soon as a guy heard she had kids, they'd go running. It made her a little bitter, to say the least. How many boys had she ushered into manhood? More than she could count. And being alone was all the thanks she got? Heidi knew that she should be thankful in some regard, despite how many men she had been with. She had never gotten a STD. Not that she was particularly careful in that regard. She liked doing it au naturel, the way God intended. But it had been so long since she had been with a man that she had forgotten what it felt like. Heidi only knew that it felt good. The last time she had been on a date was about ten years ago with that creep, Mr. Frank. He had the honor of being the only man she hadn't slept with. Frank had spent almost the entire date talking about his bitch of a mother. When she let it slip that she had a daughter, the man started obsessing about that, which had thoroughly creeped her out, especially when he spent the rest of the date talking about how he liked little girls the best, because they were so innocent. Gretchen had been eight at the time, and Heidi guessed some sort of maternal instinct had kicked in. Heidi made an excuse and left. But it was like she had been cursed by not sleeping with that man, for it wasn't long after that that her beauty quickly faded. First her dark red hair turned gray, 
and lines on her face appeared, making her look older than her 47 years. After that, everything went downhill as her big, firm tits sagged, and the final insult, her flat stomach turned into a pot belly. It was horrible how much she changed, seemingly overnight. The fact it was so bad, she couldn't even look at herself in a mirror anymore. Maybe she should have slept with that creepy little man, and then maybe things would have worked out. But Heidi had to remember that it wasn't her fault that she had gotten so old. The blame lay with her children, and she hated them for that. What was Gretchen even doing with her youth anyway? Her daughter didn't even have a boyfriend. What a waste. And her son wasn't much better. Complete girl repellent. He was probably going to die. A virgin. The things I would do if I were 18 again. Heidi thought, enough to make even God himself blush. Heidi entered her sexless home, only to find a handsome boy sitting in a chair. Her children sat directly across from the boy on the couch. Was this some sort of intervention? Possibly, but when Heidi looked again, she saw all three of them were naked. There she is, the handsome boy said, the woman of the hour. The boy sounded chipper, but she could detect the mocking tone in his voice, mixed with an arrogance that only a teenage boy can manage. They used to find me sexy, she thought, her own words coming back to haunt her. Now they just laugh. It suddenly dawned on her where she had seen the boy before. This was one of her students. Martin, that was his name. Heidi hardly recognized him without his glasses. What a surprise. She had dismissed the boy as being a pathetic loser who couldn't get laid to save his life. But seeing him now, she felt incredibly turned on. He had an air of confidence about him, a confidence that bordered on cockiness, something that Heidi found both frightening and sexy. And the way he looked at her like she was nothing more than a piece of meat made her blush. It had been a long time since a boy had looked at her like that. But her maternal instincts now kicked in, telling her that something was very wrong here. There was an unexpected chill in the air, and her children were strangely quiet. Her focus shifted towards them. Her daughter, Gretchen, had her fingers wrapped around her brother's cock as she vigorously jerked him off. Charles, meanwhile, had slipped a hand in between his sister's legs, and his fingers rubbed her clit. Heidi wasn't as surprised by this, as perhaps she should have been. Instead, she was of two minds. First, my God, Charles has a big cock. Second, Gretchen is doing it all wrong. Slow down, or else you're going to make him blow his load too soon. Heidi shivered. This had to be some sort of crazy dream. More than likely, she was passed out drunk in the street. Not the first time that had happened. But the problem was, it felt so real. Heidi could feel a chill in the air. She could smell her daughter's wetness and see the sweat on Charles's forehead. Heidi shivered again. Oh, shoot, the handsome boy said behind her. They spoiled the surprise. Heidi spun around, and then her mouth fell open in amazement. She had seen many cocks in her lifetime, cocks of various shapes and sizes, but she had never seen anything like this boy's cock. It hung huge against his chest, with a rope of veins around the shaft that were so thick 
they looked ready to burst. His balls, too, were equally massive. All Heidi could think was that when this boy blew his load, he came in buckets. Heidi sighed as her lust overwhelmed her, releasing the long, dormant slut inside of her. She might not have her youth or beauty, but she did have years of experience in pleasing a man. Heidi dropped to her knees and opened her mouth wide. She caught the boy off guard as she slid his big thing into her mouth. He tried to push her back, but she held him tight and oppressed her advantage until she had enveloped him all the way down her throat. Oh, fuck, he cried. And now Heidi remembered how much she loved this. It felt a little like dying as she choked on him. She had forgotten how much she loved the taste of a man, but she tasted something else too. He'd been with another woman recently, and Heidi could taste the other woman's tartness on his shaft. Had it been Gretchen? Well, if it had, Heidi doubted that Gretchen had done anything like this before. She held the boy in her mouth. He groaned over and over again, and now Heidi remembered how much she enjoyed making a man squirm. She held him a little longer and then slowly pulled her head back. He cried out again as his big, long thing throbbed wildly in her mouth. Her lips continued to draw back, and his entire body began to convulse. The head of his cock slipped from her lips as she gave him one final kiss. With a shaky hand, he grabbed the shaft and with a cry blew his load all over her face. She licked her lips, tasting the salty confectionery of his cum, but found it strangely cold. Jesus Christ, he snarled, still shaking. Heidi was glad she hadn't lost her touch. She stood and put a finger to his lips. I want you inside of me, she said, her voice strict and authoritative. She was a teacher after all, and this boy had a lot to learn. He nodded and pulled her close. I want you to do something for me first, the boy said. His voice still sounded cheeky, but some of the cockiness had returned. Anything, she said, her voice sultry in a way that it hadn't been for a long time. He leaned forward and whispered in her ear, I want you in your prime. At first, Heidi eagerly nodded to this, but almost immediately regretted it. She suddenly jerked back as pain tore through her entire body. Heidi backed away from the monstrous boy who had hurt her, but she didn't get very far before her legs gave out. Her skin felt like it was being stretched apart, and she heard her bones breaking. There was a young couple on the couch. They looked familiar, but she wasn't sure where. Another sharp pain rendered her silent as her jaw broke. Heidi reached out for help, but the young couple ignored her as they continued to play their obscene little game. Everything went dark as the pain became blinding. Heidi screamed, but the scream quickly turned into a deep, satisfying moan as she had one of the best orgasms in her life. Heidi blinked several times, as if waking from a dream. A hand reached out. She took it. The hand felt coarse and leathery, but she didn't care. Heidi soon stood on her feet again. She stared down at the strange boy, who was both cruel and kind. He picked up an object from the table next to him. In his hand, he held a small mirror. Heidi didn't recognize the face, staring back at her. 
She hadn't seen it in so long. But it was her, young and beautiful. That better? The handsome boy asked. Heidi leaned forward, kissing him gratefully. One kiss led to another and another until their tongues locked in an internal battle. She wanted him, wanted him bad, her want made worse by the fact that his hardness pressed against her stomach. His long fingers tore open the front of her shirt, causing shirt buttons to spill all over the carpet. Round, full breasts spilled out from the opening, and Heidi gasped at the sight, remembering how her tits had sagged only moments before. She nearly fainted as he roughly squeezed her breasts. It had been so long since a man had touched her that any attention at all gave her a thrill. His long tongue darted out and flicked across her nipples, sending a shiver up her spine. She gasped heavily at this, briefly becoming lost in the sensation until Heidi remembered that she still wanted him. Her fingers fumbled with her pants, which now hung loose around her waist. She got them off and again marveled at her thin, sexy body. But lust soon overwhelmed her, and she flung herself at the boy. Heidi pushed him back against the chair, straddling him. She knew he had been with other girls before, with a dick that big, more than one, almost certainly. Stupid girls, Heidi jealously thought, who more than likely didn't know what they were doing, the kind that would just lie there with their legs open, making him do all the work. But Heidi doubted he had ever been with a woman like her before, for she was a woman who was an active participant in her own pleasure. She grabbed him without ceremony, shoving his hard thing inside of her. A few seconds later, she came, her pussy gushing as her juices spilled all over him, marking her territory. This only spurred her on, and now she rode him hard, alternating between grinding her hips and bouncing up and down on the long shaft. She came again, but this time rode through the orgasm, not wanting to stop, even for a second. More, she cried. More. Her pussy now went completely numb, but not even this stopped her. She doubled down, riding him for all he was worth. She wanted him to remember her, wanted his dick to remember how tight her pussy was, so that he'd come back begging for more. Most of all, she wanted to savor every minute of this, because it made her feel so young and alive. Sensation returned between her legs, but almost immediately she came again. It left her shaking, and she wasn't sure she could take much more. A man had never made her feel like this before. It was usually the other way around, her not being able to get enough, while the man lay completely spent. Now he fucked her. His thrusts were deep and powerful. She had been shaking before, but now a mind-numbing tremor shook her body to the very core. Heidi wasn't sure when she passed out, but she woke up with a start, crying out as he flooded her insides with a thick load of cum. A satisfied groan escaped his lips. Her lips, however, curled in disgust. His cum felt ice cold, and yet at the same time, it felt oddly soothing. Heidi threw her arms around the boy's neck and then leaned forward, panting loudly into his ear. She loved this man the way she loved all men, raw and physical. 
Her lips sought his, but he turned his head away. See them? he asked. Heidi turned her head slightly and saw the young couple on the couch, opposite them. They were still naked and still playing with each other, the girl stroking the boy off while the boy rubbed the girl's crotch. Do you know who they are? her handsome boy asked. Heidi looked at the couple a little more closely. They looked vaguely familiar, but she couldn't quite place them. They're your children, the handsome boy said. Remember? The memories came flooding back as she remembered her son Charles and her daughter, Gretchen. Heidi felt both embarrassed and ashamed. It kind of turned her on to have an audience, but doing it in front of her children just seemed so wrong. She turned away, her face red. Her handsome boy grabbed her chin. There's nothing to be embarrassed about, the boy said. I'm sure they enjoyed the performance. He had an evil look about him now, which Heidi didn't like. Not enough to separate herself from him, though. She wouldn't even dream of doing that. Her loyalty was soon rewarded, as she felt him growing stiff inside of her again. In fact, the boy said, you love them the same way you love me. Her shame and embarrassment faded away. Yes, she did love them that way. It looked like her son sported quite the package. Her daughter, well, she looked good enough to eat. They've been waiting so patiently for me to give them the go-ahead, the boy said, the cockiness returning to his voice. But I have a wicked idea. Do you want to help? Heidi eagerly nodded and then flashed him a suggestive smile. The boy rose, slipping out of her. Heidi sighed. She felt so empty without him inside of her. They were both standing now. Why don't you keep your daughter occupied, the boy suggested, while I have a chat with your son. Heidi realized that she liked doing what the boy said. It made her feel so naughty. And you, the boy said, pointing at Gretchen, you do whatever your mother tells you. Gretchen nodded at the suggestion. Come on, my man, the boy said to Charles. Let's you and I talk in private. Charles also nodded at the suggestion. The two boys left the room, leaving the girls to fend for themselves. Heidi had, of course, seen her daughter naked before, but Gretchen had certainly matured since the last time. Not only that, but Gretchen's horrible acne had vanished seemingly overnight. Her daughter had become quite the beautiful young woman. Heidi scowled. Gretchen may have had the bigger boobs, but Heidi knew she had the better figure. Still, Heidi felt a slight twinge of jealousy as she stared at her daughter. Did the handsome boy like Gretchen better? Heidi had fucked the boy's brains out, but maybe the boy liked his women young and innocent. And Heidi knew that she was still an old whore at heart. The whore part of her asserted itself now, and that lust had given Heidi a taste for perversion. Gretchen, Heidi said, her voice husky and raw. Spread your legs for mommy. Gretchen obediently complied. Heidi knelt down and then buried her face into her daughter's crotch. Gretchen gushed as Heidi poked at the folds of her daughter's pussy with her tongue. Her daughter whimpered in approval. Heidi, however, would need to speak to her daughter about her personal hygiene, 
Gretchen had never shaved down there, and Heidi's nose had buried itself into a thick patch of red pubic hair. If they were going to do this again, Heidi would have to show her daughter how to keep herself trim. Gretchen had been with a boy recently, and Heidi could taste the boy's cum inside her daughter. It wasn't the handsome boy, though. At least, it didn't taste like him. Her brother, maybe? Heidi would have to play with Charles later to find out. Suddenly, Heidi heard her son scream. She pulled back, her daughter's juices dripping from her chin. Heidi's maternal instincts kicked in, not that she had ever been much of a mother to her kids. She strained her ears, but heard nothing more. A handsome boy strode back into the room. Her body ached for him again, but she felt a strange fear of him, too, as a sudden chill filled the air. Was Charles all right? Heidi wondered again. What had this boy done to her son? The boy in question drew near, his cock big and hard. Heidi gasped as he shoved himself inside of her, taking her from behind. And whatever motherly concern she might have had for her son vanished as she became consumed by an overwhelming lust. His thrusts were deep and strong, but Heidi's obscene cries were soon muffled between her daughter's legs. Gretchen's high-pitched whimpers filled the room as she continued to receive her mother's love. Those whimpers soon turned into an ear-piercing scream. Her daughter's cum ran down Heidi's throat, leaving her lips sopping wet. And now those wet lips screamed as her cum splashed against the boy's stomach. My God, he's inhuman, Heidi thought, but soon other thoughts clouded her judgment. She pulled free, no easy feat, given how big and hard the boy was. Heidi turned to her daughter. I want you to fuck him, she snarled. Her daughter eagerly nodded. The boy sat down on the couch, and Heidi watched with pride as her daughter climbed into his lap. Gretchen, however, struggled to fit the boy's thing inside her tiny slit. The boy whispered something into her ear, and then Gretchen yelped as his monstrous cock slid into her tight little hole. Gretchen sat with her back turned toward the boy, and that's all she did, sit there. Heidi felt disgusted. There was no way in hell she was going to let her daughter be one of those girls who let the boy do all the work. Maybe Gretchen isn't being selfish, Heidi realized. Maybe she just doesn't know what to do. Trust your body, Heidi told her daughter now. It knows what to do. That did the trick, and again Heidi watched with pride as her daughter slowly rolled her hips back and forth. Gretchen was slow and unsure at first, but soon her movements became more confident. She moaned, taking more and more pleasure in the sinful act. Heidi began playing with herself as her daughter continued to indulge herself on the boy's big, fat cock. It wasn't long before Heidi wanted more. She jumped up onto the couch and stood over the boy. The boy tilted his head back as if anticipating what she wanted, and for that she felt grateful. She hovered over his mouth and then sat on his face. She felt a little unsteady at first, but the boy soon came to her rescue. He wrapped his arms around her thighs, trapping her in place. He licked, his long tongue teasing the folds of her pussy. 
Her body started to tremble as the tip of his tongue focused on her clit. And for a moment, her moans and Gretchen's were in perfect sync. But the moment passed as the boy took Heidi's breath away. His tongue, long and slobbering, plunged deeper inside of her. No man had ever done anything like this to her before. But the boy wasn't a man, Heidi realized. He was a monster, which he had completely fallen under his spell and couldn't get enough. His tongue continued to plunge deeper and deeper until the tip touched her womb. A jolt tore through her body, causing every muscle to tremble. He pulled free of her, and the suddenness of the retreat made her scream. Seconds later, she came all over his face. Heidi started to fall, and he let her drop. She landed next to him on the couch, a quivering, naked mess. The boy's focus narrowed. He leaned forward, grabbing Gretchen by the hips. The handsome boy's lips pulled back into a snarl. Gretchen's mouth dropped open, and her eyes did a double take. The boy savagely pumped into her, stretching and tearing her tiny pussy apart, ruining her for any other man who would dare touch her. Gretchen, meanwhile, bounced back and forth, her body flopping around like a rag doll. Heidi's maternal instincts took charge. She sat up. Cautiously, she stroked the boy's chest, trying to soothe him. He snarled at her, causing her to back away. God, with my cum dripping on his chin, he looks like a rabid dog, Heidi thought. But her daughter's pitiful cries gave Heidi courage. Again, Heidi gently stroked the boy's chest. Shh, she cooed in his ear. A little braver now, she kissed his cheek. This seemed to soothe the beast a little. But the savage way he fucked Gretchen wormed its way into Heidi's mind, releasing something primal. Heidi kissed the boy's chin, tasting herself, which only made her hunger for more. Do it all over us, she cooed. He smiled, the animal part of him retreating back into the darker corners of his mind. Heidi knew she had reached the boy part of him, the very perverted boy part of him. He stood, crudely pushing Gretchen off of him. Gretchen landed face first into the carpet, with her ass sticking straight up into the air. Gretchen cried out, a long, shivery cry, as she came, her cum gushing out of her pussy and all over the back of her legs. Heidi licked her lips at the sight and then dropped a hand to her crotch. None of this could possibly be real. It has to be some sort of crazy dream. But at the back of her mind, her thoughts ran a little more crude. I love this. I never want it to end. The boy can have me and Gretchen as much as he wants, any time he wants, any way he wants. The boy's cock throbbed hypnotically in his hand. With the sheer number of cocks she had seen in her lifetime, Heidi could tell when a man was about to burst. She dropped to her knees before him and opened her mouth. But Heidi remembered that she had promised this boy, both of them. This boy had given her so much. So she felt compelled to return the favor. Gretchen, Heidi growled, snapping her fingers. Get your ass over here. Weakly, her daughter got up and then dropped to her knees in front of the boy. Heidi smiled as the boy stroked himself off. She felt excitement building in the air, and her body shivered in anticipation. Gretchen, by contrast, 
looked worn out and exhausted, but there was no time to worry about her daughter now. The boy came hard, his cold, soothing cum shooting all over Gretchen's face. She let out a startled cry as another rope of cum splashed into her mouth. It was Heidi's turn now, and she closed her eyes and stuck out her tongue. This time his aim proved to be a little bit better, and his cum shot directly into her mouth. She gulped it all down, without complaint. Heidi opened her eyes, just in time to see the boy blow another load across Gretchen's chest. Finally spent, he groaned in satisfaction. He reached out and grabbed Heidi by the chin. She looked up at him in awe. I had a feeling about you, he said. Her heart soared. Heidi had never been with a man like this. But was he a man? More like a god. A god of cum and sex and debauchery. He flopped back down onto the couch like a teenager. Why don't the two of you clean each other off? The boy suggested. He stroked his cock and already it was starting to get hard. Heidi looked at her daughter and licked her lips. Her daughter did the same. It started with a kiss as both women pressed their lips together, their tongues dancing in each other's mouths. Heidi, the more aggressive of the two, was the first to pull away, but it wasn't long before she planted her face between her daughter's breasts. Gretchen, more passive, whimpered as her mother traced each breast with her tongue. Her tongue continued upward, licking until she had completely cleaned the cum off her daughter's face. Heidi pulled away. It was Gretchen's turn now. She leaned forward as her tongue darted out of her mouth and then traced the bow of her mother's lips, licking them clean. It ended as it began with a kiss, tongues darting in and out of each other's mouths, tasting each other and tasting him. Both women pulled back at the same time. They were far beyond mother and daughter now, and a boundary had been crossed. A look of forbidden lust passed between them. Now, do me, the boy snarled from the couch. He was hard again, rock hard, and his shaft hung obscenely in the air. The two women smiled at each other, their mouths watering. They crawled over to him and then took their places, Gretchen on the right and Heidi on the left. Starting at the balls, they worked their way up the long, hard shaft. He sighed in approval. Heidi was the first to reach the top, but no matter how hard she tried, she couldn't fit the bulbous head into her mouth. Had he gotten bigger? How was that even possible? She shivered slightly and realized now that while she lusted after this boy, she also feared him too. Not wanting him to get angry, Heidi compromised and kissed the tip. Now she locked eyes with her daughter. Stroke it. Heidi said, grabbing the boy's cock. Her fingers barely fit around the shaft. Her daughter nodded and followed suit. They jerked, slow and deliberate at first, so that they could get the feel of him. Soon they grew more confident, and in that confidence, they picked up the pace. The boy howled, his cock throbbed under their tender hair. Heidi abruptly stopped, her mouth hovering over the tip. Her daughter, meanwhile, continued to stroke the massive shaft with both hands. Heidi's instincts had proven true as the boy came. She quickly closed her lips over the tip, drinking her fill. 
but there was so much, she eventually had to pull back. A fountain squirted from the bulbous head. Gretchen was again caught off guard, as the boy's cum splashed all over her face and hair. Sighing heavily, the boy leaned back, completely spent. Again the two women kissed, a deep, passionate kiss that left them momentarily breathless. Heidi sighed and ran a hand through her daughter's short, curly hair. Then she pulled her hand back, licking the cum that had collected on her fingers. Heidi licked her lips and then reached forward. She scooped up a big glob of cum off her daughter's face and held her finger out. Gretchen took it, sucking the cum off, and then licked her lips. Mmm, Gretchen said. Tastes like spearmint. They turned to the boy again, their tongues darting out as they began licking the long shaft once more. The boy laughed, patting them on the head. Let's not start that again, he said. We might not be able to stop. Besides, I have a surprise for both of you. The boy whistled. The floor shook underneath them. An earthquake? Gretchen screamed. Heidi gasped as a massive figure entered the room. It was her son, Charles. But the handsome boy had done something horrible to him. Charles stooped down as he entered the room. When he stood fully erect, his head nearly touched the ceiling above. He was naked, and an enormous pair of balls hung down between his legs. But the most shocking part were the two penises that ran down the length of his thighs, stopping just short of his knees. The women cringed back. The handsome boy laughed. Now, now, the boy said. There's no need to be afraid. He's still the same lovable guy. Just new and improved. That mitigated the women's fears somewhat, as their natural curiosity asserted itself. He's my masterpiece, the boy said, beaming with pride. And I made him just for the two of you. The boy now commanded their attention. He spoke, but most of what he said proved to be a dizzying blur. But he did say the word permanent several times. Heidi and her children nodded their heads in response. By the time the boy had finished, the sun began to rise. The boy slipped on his pants. Remember, the three of you must have sex at least twice a day, the boy said. Do that, and you'll stay young and healthy forever. Heidi and her children nodded again. At the front door, the handsome boy called out, and most importantly, have fun. Left to their own devices, Heidi and Gretchen crawled over to Charles. The women were shy at first, still unsure as they touched him. Their curiosity satisfied, the women became more bold. Gretchen's lips closed around the first cock, Heidi, the more aggressive of the two, got to her feet. She bent forward, while at the same time reached back, and then eased the second cock inside of her. They spent the rest of the morning getting to know each other.